Welcome to another episode of the AbilityNet podcast. Disability, technology, inclusion. I'm your host, Robin Christofferson, Head of Digital Inclusion at AbilityNet, a pioneering UK charity with a mission to make a digital world accessible to all. You can download a transcript of this episode from www.abilitynet.org.uk slash podcast. So sit back, grab your favourite beverage and let's get started. So I am back and really, really excited about this one, guys. This is another AbilityNet podcast talking to the Tech for Good Award winners and excited to be speaking with Zeke from Millbotics. Uh, Zeke, do you want to introduce yourself and a bit about your organization, your company as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, pleasure to be here. I'm Zeke Steer, co-founder and CEO of Millbotics. We're an award-winning health tech startup and a spin-out from the University of Bristol. And we're creating a line of wearable devices called Smart Socks that are designed for people who find communication difficult. And that includes people living with dementia and other conditions as well, like autism, potentially learning disabilities too. The Smart Socks use sensors embedded in socks to detect signs of pain and anxiety that the wearer might be unable to communicate for themselves. And the idea is that through the technology, we can detect these early signs of distress, alert a carer, so that they can intervene much sooner and support that person before well-being decreases and behaviour becomes challenging. Fantastic summary. Thank you so much. I'm desperate to get into the the nitty gritty of the tech and how it, you know, um, has a real life impact. But uh, first of all, I'm going to ask you, oh, no, I'm first going to ask you if you've got a drink, a hot or cold beverage to get you through this ordeal. I've got a nice, um, very strong cup of tea with a splodge of milk in. How about you? Uh, I have an Earl Grey, which is my preferred tipple. So, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. uh, all set. Much more sophisticated. Nice oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Got that out of the way. So, yeah. Um, first question then. How did you feel and how did the team feel about winning the Aging Society Award? That was the category that you guys won at the Tech for Good Awards. You know, and what do you think it will mean for Millbotics? So, yes, it's a good question. Uh, so actually, uh, during the awards, I was in an, at another event in London pitching to some investors uh, so I did my pitch and then I came out and I checked my phone and had the amazing news that we'd won the award. Um, obviously very exciting and very, very grateful for the award. I think we've had a lot of recognition as a result and uh, really exciting now to see how we can leverage that to uh, promote the product and and hopefully uh, yeah, get, get our name out there. Yeah, we'll do our best to help. Um, so brilliant. Now let's talk about the actual tech then, these smart socks, what makes them smart? You've alluded to, you know, how how they work, what they do. But yeah, let's dive into it. You know, they sound miraculous on the face of it, these smart socks. So tell us about them and how they came about, you know, what was the kind of origin story of them? Yeah, okay. So the, the origin story actually was um, really very much driven by my great-grandmother and her experience with dementia. So I have a background work isn't working as an engineer in the defence sector. My great-grandmother was diagnosed with dementia and became very aggressive. Uh, it was um, a side of dementia that I wasn't aware of. My family were quite ill-equipped to deal with it. 
and she was becoming very aggressive. They were trying to take care of her at home, but really struggling with her behaviour. And ultimately, her behaviour became so challenging that they had no option but to place her into a care home. And sadly, she deteriorated quite quickly in that home. And um, yeah, it was it was such a tragic end. She'd had such a rich life, and just to see her there, um, diminishing with no connection to family, mm. very isolated, and becoming a very different person. It was it was really awful. So it got me thinking about how I could use the experience that I developed as an engineer to um, help people going on this journey with dementia. Uh, led to my PhD at the University of Bristol, and uh, ultimately laid the groundwork for the technology smart socks. So what we've got is a textile, a sock. Um, it contains some conductive materials that enable us to measure a parameter called electrodermal activity. And um, this is a, a sweat response very closely associated with stress. And one of the reasons that we've chosen to use a sock is that the um, best location on the human body for measuring this is actually um, either at the palms of the hands or on the soles of the feet due to the high density of sweat mm. glands. So we get a very accurate recognition of when that person's stressed. We also have uh, some electronics in the sock that collect that data and transmit it wirelessly over to a, a receiving station um, over the internet. And there we have some artificial intelligence some really clever algorithms that process that data, can detect when somebody's um, at risk of becoming distressed, um, alerting the carer through an app, and then they can enact their response, which might be as simple as providing a painkiller to manage the person's pain, uh, maybe even just a cup of tea to calm them down, bring them back to a state of well-being and hopefully avoiding um, all the negative consequences that come if that distress is left unmanaged. Wow, brilliant. So sweat related, but what about if, you know, someone's just turned the heating up in the care home, for example? Yeah, very good question. Yeah, so we um, actually baseline the data over a period of time so we can detect somebody's um, you know ready state and we look for deviations from that. Uh, so it enables us to capture the sort of, you know, typical conditions that the person might have. Um, maybe if they uh, they have naturally sweaty feet, we can accommodate that through our algorithms and we're looking for differences from their baseline. Could you have a number of people within the same location wearing them and you could baseline based on the fact that everyone's getting sweaty because somebody's, you know, accidentally turned the heat up as well? Maybe I don't know. But I'm sure there's a lot of clever AI going on at the back end to kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think integrating with uh, passive sensors in the environment is a huge opportunity. Oh, that's true. Right. Yeah, you, you've got sort of smart home um, type sensors that are being slowly adopted in care homes, providing all kinds of different information about activity, uh, about and the environment, temperature, lighting. So there's a, a massive opportunity to bring in physiological data that we're collecting through our device and provide uh, much more holistic insights around that person's health and well-being. Fantastic. A lot of the smart speakers as well, the latest gens of Echoes, for example, have uh, in thermostats in them as well for indoor temperature. So I don't know if you could tap into those. But yeah, it sounds really innovative and just so smart, you know, just a, a brilliant um, early warning system, basically. So looking at the electronics, so I was really intrigued to hear that they don't need charging. So I'm thinking, are we talking like, really small currents here or are we talking about a sock with like a great big box on the side where the ankle is that needs to be powered significantly in which case how does that how does it get powered another good question so there the innovation is actually not so much in the technology but in the business model Um, our plan is to provide the socks on a subscription plan that we're calling socks as a service and they will have (laughs) a fixed battery life as that battery runs down we'll be providing a fresh batch of socks 
and in that way, uh, removing the need to charge them. So it's all about how we supply a continuous supply of socks um, ready, ready for the person to use. Wow, that's brilliant. And they're washable as well, aren't they? So I mean, do they last the sort of average lifetime of a pair of socks anyway? Uh, we, we specified 50 washers. So we're yeah. looking at, um, you know, maybe slightly less than you would get out of a typical pair of socks. But certainly you'll get some decent use out of them. And the battery life similar or? Uh, battery life around three months we're aiming for. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then we'd be shipping out you know, a fresh batch of socks to replace the mm-hmm. existing ones and hopefully getting the existing ones back because what we don't want to happen um, is for all of these socks with the electronics in them to end up in landfill. That's not really mm-hmm. going to be very sustainable. So looking yeah. at how we can encourage people to return new socks, we can then uh, obviously dispose of them in a safe way or potentially even refurbish them. This is such a brilliant um, initiative or kind of business plan. It's amazing. Really, really good. So, yeah, really good. So impact wise, then, how many people have got these on their feet at the moment? How many, you know, what data have you got around um, the impact that it's had on, you know, different end users and what kind of case studies have you got? Yeah, so we're quite early in our trials. Um, So as part of my PhD research, I developed an early research prototype that was trialled with over 70 uh, people. Um, That was part of my research. I got very good feedback on the ability of the technology to detect periods of stress from periods of relaxation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Building on that, we obviously got the funding from Alzheimer's Society, which has enabled us now to develop um, a much more complete prototype. And this has been in trials for about three months. Um, so we've been trialing through research institutes, including the UK Dementia Research Institute. We've also completed our first care home trial, and we had very positive outcomes off the back of that. So there was a lady um, wearing the socks. Uh, she had a history of quite severe agitation. Um, the, the care team were finding it quite difficult to manage her behaviour. Um, so the first key finding is actually that lady responded very well to socks compared to other forms of wearable, like a wristband. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously that's that's a really good finding for us. It means that the sock uh, could be a superior solution to other wearables, albeit that we're very early in our evidence collection. The other key finding is that the lady's agitation actually decreased over the course of the trial. So um, clearly there's some some benefit being delivered through the technology. At this stage, we can't generalise that. It's just a point sample. We're going to be doing a lot more trials. We've got um, a second trial starting in November, and we've got about 15 more um, organisations waiting to trial the socks and hopefully collect some. Um, so some evidence of benefit. So, um, yeah, within a few months, we should be shouting about how well they're working and um, hopefully, yeah, seeing what we can do to help people. Fantastic. So what was the process by which, you know, her wearing the socks helped reduce her sort of day-to-day stress or anxiety levels? Is it because it was an earlier intervention? Is that how it works? Um, quite possibly. I mean, given that we've only got one trial that's completed so far, we, we can't really make too many conclusions from that. Uh, we need to do a lot more rigorous research. So we've got uh, Cranfield University supporting us with these trials. They're responsible for, for managing it and drawing the conclusions from the data. Uh, what we don't want to do is put forward our views on it. We want to have this independent academic validation. So we'll wait and see what Cranfield University say once the trials are complete. And uh, hopefully it will be favourable towards technology. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I'm really impressed about the rigour that you're applying to the process it's not just like, um, hey, guys, we've got, you know, magic socks. Check, you know, <laughs> this is how much they are and um, it will revolutionise your um, aged relatives' lives. But so I'm still trying to get to the bottom of how they help kind of people that are, you know, they're getting anxious. The socks fire off a signal. 
that's mm-hmm. that says that they're getting stressed what's yeah. the process by which wearing these socks helps them day to day so it will depend on the individual everybody responds in different ways um, experience different stress in different ways but also um the behavior can um you know be manifested in different ways and they respond to different types of support so one of the things that we're doing through our ai is to provide uh, at a very granular level an indication of what kind of distress that person's experiencing and that comes about through the different physiological parameters that we collect through the socks and so we're collecting temperature we're collecting heart rate we're collecting this electrodermal activity data we're collecting motion data we've got all different sensors in there and that wow. gives us an indication about what kind of distress the person's experiencing and how best um, that the carer can manage it. I mean, the mind boggles really what you could do with it. You know, you could t- customize it based on the specific, you know, needs and um, preferences of the individual. So it could be that it would, f- you know, activate some calming music or some mood lighting, mm. or it could be that it would, you know, fire up a, a video call with a relative or something like that, that yeah, would true, be able to, true. yeah, kind of intercept and kind of uh, avoid the escalation potentially. Yeah, amazing. Right. And we're having those conversations. We are really keen to integrate with third parties. So um, yeah, massive opportunities yeah. with the technology. Yeah, we can, uh, can but just at the way. most basic level, having a, a notification to the relevant carer or family member, et cetera, that, you know, this is, starting is amazing mm-hmm. really really True. good yeah and there's there's a lot more functionality through through the app as well so we do uh we, we collect what we call a digital diary um, around that person so mm-hmm. the carer can input uh, distress triggers for the person that can input the types of behavior that they exhibit what kind of support's being attempted whether that support's being effective or not and all of this information gets tracked it gets managed it supports the um, operation of our ai because that can then use that data to contextualize the physiological data from the socks but it also provides a source of information for new carers that are coming into that setting really important within residential care care homes and and nursing homes because the staff turnover is so high so you know we're we're retaining that information we're allowing it to be disseminated around the home so that the person's care can be better managed amazing that's really good so i mean it already sounds super impressive i appreciate that it's relatively early days in terms of data collection and kind of validating the whole um, premise but still though you know I think it's it's looking very promising isn't it what about future developments are there have you got a roadmap for you know socks mark two smart socks you know plus or whatever it might be what's or maybe it's um other products as well we, we do indeed have a roadmap, yeah. So we've um, just started an Innovate UK funded project. Uh, so Innovate UK, the government's grant funding agency. Um, this project is uh, developing the next version of Smart Socks. And this will actually be the version that we look to sell, uh, given that the, the current version that we've got is a prototype. It's just been used for our own um, evaluations. So that's really exciting. We've got a, a fantastic team behind us, uh, both internally with our own engineering team, but we're also working with a number of world-leading subcontractors and universities to collect the independent academic validation that's going to prove that the technology really works and that it delivers benefits not only for the individuals wearing the socks, but also for care homes and nursing homes 
um, given that they're facing some some real challenges themselves. Mm. So that's exciting. Um, we've got also on the roadmap um, a version of Smart Socks that designed more for at-home use. And this is a collaboration with the UK Dementia Research Institute at Imperial College London. Um, we're raising investment at the moment to unlock a government grant, another government grant that will fund this development. And uh, we're thinking that this could be uh, actually quite quite different from the care home product, given that people living at home will be much more mobile. They're going to likely to be going out, going to the shops. So we're looking at maybe incorporating a GPS, for example, so that, that person can be tracked by family members. Um, family members will feel reassured, but also so that the wearer can uh, request help if, for whatever reason, they lose track of where they are. So really important for dementia in particular. Wow. I'm thinking of a number of people that we know who are at home, but immobile. You know, they rely on care to help them get from the seat to their bed and back. And that's the the full extent of their travel. So you could imagine that they would be able to use the, you know, the version that might be more appropriate to the care home setting, et cetera. Yeah. Cool. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think as part of that as well, it's, it's connecting through then to a, a support network. Uh, so yeah. we're thinking of something we're calling a personal care network, which might consist of uh, people in the vicinity, neighbours, perhaps um, extended family members who can come in when there is uh, recognition that something's not quite awry. They can come in and support that person and hopefully avoid the need for hospitalisation and um, you know some of the, the more severe outcomes that can happen if somebody isn't uh, helped in a timely yeah. manner. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there will, I'm sure, be people listening to this for whom they have got, you know, relatives in a care home or in a in another situation who might be thinking, well, this sounds absolutely amazing. How long will I have to wait before I might be able to, you know, get a pair of smart socks for my relative? And what sort of price would we be talking about? Obviously, there's probably a kind of a volume price for care homes versus if you've got any idea of pricing at all at this stage. I have to be a little bit cagey because we've not fully um, fully developed the yeah. pricing model at this point. Yeah, but yeah. We, we do want the price to be affordable for as many people as possible, and we're thinking around fifty pounds per month for the subscription plan, which would mm-hmm. include three pairs of socks that would be replenished throughout the year. Um, yeah. So that's really what we're what we're aiming for. And how long? Uh, for that particular version of the product, it's going to be over a year. Um, we, we do have a planned product launch um, in the mid part of next year, but that's for a research platform using smart socks. So it's a way that researchers can collect physiological data so, to support their studies. Uh, so that's not really intended for, for general use. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed that all of the data reinforces and it, you're able to bring it to market, etc. cetera. Um, so those hurdles, let's hope, will, you know, be uh, effortlessly hurdled over jumped over the technology though that's all there is it it's not like there's going to be a a wrinkle with the technology going forward no we're very confident in in the technology and its ability to work what we are working on at the moment is obviously how we can make um, a product out of this Uh, so far it's a prototype we've got to um, obviously make it much more robust Mm -hmm. um and, and yeah, just just do a lot of development to ensure that once it's on the market, it's going to be effective in its role, uh, which will be quite challenging in a care home, for example, where they're washing at high temperatures. Uh, maybe it's not being very well cared for. Uh, so it's going to be, yeah, there's a lot to think about to make sure that it's, it's robust enough and reliable enough for use there. Mm-hmm. I take it that if it loses connection because it's been 
you know, it's run out of battery or it's been washed at too high a wash and it's died, that will create a flag. Some, you know, there will be an alert that the person's smart socks are no longer on the network, as it were. Absolutely, yeah. It will all be handled through the app. Yeah, we have a, a range of different notifications that get generated. Fantastic. Wow. Sounds really, really amazing. Uh, so, yeah, before we go, um, anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, if not, or, you know, please do. Otherwise, how can people find out more about Milbotics and, you know, more information about the product and possible, you know, timelines and uh, updates? How can people kind of keep abreast of uh, the Smart Socks uh, progress? Yeah, I think I'd, I'd just like to say a big thank you to everybody that supported us so far. I mean, this obviously isn't the work of one individual. It's the coming together of many people uh, in many guises that have helped to move things forward. Uh, and that includes the AbilityNet team and Tech for Good Awards. Really appreciate uh, this, this recognition for all the work that's gone on to to make this, um, you know, the thing that it is today. We, we do have a, a crowdfunding campaign underway on Crowdcube. Um, so we've set out to raise £200,000. Actually, almost £600,000 has been pledged from over 500 investors. And this just shows how much interest there is in the product and the potential that it could make. So be very grateful if you are listening in, um, you know, do, do support us as well. We would love to have you join us on this journey and hopefully make a massive difference to the lives of people affected by dementia and other conditions. Uh, to find out more about us, our website is www.millbotics.com. That's M-I-L-B-O-T-I-X. And if you Google smart socks, uh, you'll probably find us in the top results. So that might be an easier way to, uh, yeah, to, to, to find out more. Great. And the funding page is linked to from Millbotics as well. It is indeed. Website as well. Yeah. yeah. We have an invest tab on there. And if you click on that, you'll find a bit more about our investment round. And you'll also be able to link through to Crowdcube and uh, make your investment directly on the page. So it couldn't be easier. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Zeke. Really, really appreciate it. I'm really interested in this one. Um, I can just see the practical applications and the, the public benefit going forward. So best of luck with the um, the data, you know, the, the research, the um, commercialization of the product. And let's hope that we see it on the feet of um, thousands of people uh, by this time next year. I would, I would love that. Yeah, certainly join on the experience with my great grandmother. I would love to see it widely used. So thank you very much. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hi, my name is Rob McLean. I'm the Digital Inclusion Programme Officer for AbilityNet in partnership with BT. So I'm reaching out today to ask for your help in contacting organisations, clubs and charities that would benefit from our free service. We want to find older people that need our help on how to use their phones, laptops, access digital appointments, pay for parking or video call their family the things that most of us take for granted every day, but our older generation, our parents and grandparents, feel they need our help with. So how can I encourage my older relatives to learn how to use their phones more effectively? Where can I direct my elderly client to get support by using tech? How do I get help setting my laptop up to a printer? If any of these questions are on your mind or that of someone that you know, AbilityNet can help. As part of AbilityNet's partnership with telecommunications company BT Group, we're delighted to offer the opportunity for individuals and groups 
in a range of areas across the UK to take part in free workshops to improve the digital skills of older and digitally excluded people. Sessions are now available in Glasgow, Edinburgh, Birmingham, Manchester and London. If you're an individual aged 65 years old or over and could benefit from informal training to help use your computer or phone more effectively, or if you work with older people in an organisation or charity in those regions with clients who could benefit from digital skills training, apply now for our free training workshops at www.abilitynet.org.uk forward slash BT Digital Skills or call us free on 0800 048 7642.